Hi everyone, welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Nathan, I'm your host of Idol Talk. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley, the editor for Idol Talk, mother of all the cutie babies and resident stay. <laughs> I'm Casey, co-host, co-BTS fangirl, and tortured Taemin solo stan. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, uh, unfortunately, Chris couldn't be here with us for this episode, but we're lucky to have our recurring guest, Sammy. Hi, everyone. It's Sammy B. I'm also known as Idol Talk Pod's Macne line, main visual, and stylist <laughs> name. But thanks again for having me again on the pod. I love being on the pod, you guys. Yes, and we're, of course, we're great to ha- uh, we're always happy to have you. Um, of course, don't forget to follow Idol Talk on Instagram and Twitter at Idol Talk Pod. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. And if you have any feedback for us, um, any things you want us to cover, um, go ahead and email us at idletalkpod at gmail.com. In any case, um, Sammy, did you have a recommendation for our listeners this time around? What's been on your kind of playlist? Yeah. You know I have a recommendation for this week, and I had to bring my babies in. It's TXT. The song is 20 centimeters. You know, this song attacked me when I first heard it. Like, TXT is attacking you with their with their vocals. Like, they're really going for it, this album. This is the dream chapter, I believe. And it's like they're going more for this, like, R&B feel than their, like, usual pop. And you can tell because Yeonjun, my child, was going for those runs at the very beginning. And let me tell you, I sing it every time. And that high falsetto holding my ear, plugging it because I'm going with him. But they were talking about, like, in the Welcome Back show, it stated that this song um, demonstrates a pure emotion and crushes during adolescence. And it just reminds me of when I was, like, a little itty-bitty, like, weird, awkward, like, growing into myself, like, liking boys and trying to feel out, like, I don't know, who I am and, like, what I like. And so I just, oh, I love these babies. But it's really, it's really showing that TXT is like going for it. And also, I was telling my sister the other day, it makes me really sad that they like sing about these things because like, I really don't know when they're ever going to date. I was telling her that I think they could be dating on the low, especially nah. Yunjin, because he's like going for it. Nah. No, because let me tell you, like when you first heard this song, it reminds you of like, Excuse Me Miss by Chris Brown. Yeah. And they're like super oh. sweet, super innocent. And they're going for you, you know. And then later on, they're going to freaking wreck you. And they're going to go take you down by Chris Brown phase. And you're not going to know what to do. I'm letting you know you're now. Right. but it's a- I won't know what to do. <laughs> Especially because they're just so cute. They are. They, they get you with like the Aegyo phase at the very beginning. And now they're slowly getting into like their bad boy phase. <laughs> what is Yunjun's role in the group? He is, oh, 
I don't know, actually. I, I know that I, I read he was the visual, but he's not, like, lead visual. He's the rapper, and it's so crazy because, like, he's hitting all of those those background runs. Like, at the very beginning of the song, he's hitting the run, and then at the end of the song, he's doing the background vocals. And I was like, what the hell? I thought you were the the main rapper, and you're over here hitting, you know, high notes. Hitting these runs in the back? It's because Big Hit is getting well-rounded individuals for their okay. group and TXT is actually really good at a lot of things what oh this is how people feel when you just talk about uh stray kids okay I love TXT I love, I love TXT too someone is here to play today uh, yeah it's me because I love TXT but don't you think so like I think they're all really good dancers and this song just proves that they're all really good at like being like really good like vocals and I've only heard like Yunjin rap and a little bit of Hyun and Kai, but then that's it. So we're just like testing out the vocals and the dancing now. But we're gonna we're gonna get there probably the next the next chapter. Mm-hmm. So like, um, what does what is like the um the concept of this song slash album? Like, what does like the dream thing mean? I didn't do more much research. Have you done more research about like the dream chapter? I feel like you've been watching more of that stuff because I only looked up like this song specifically yeah because like I, their other songs are like angel and devil and the other one is like the nine nine and three quarters which is like harry potter themed but the, this so this is the first installment right no i think this is the second okay. of their trilogy but i could be wrong i see okay yeah their first one being crown i see but i, I don't see. know the name of that album <laughs> yeah yeah because i feel like this song is like different from the other ones well i feel i don't I feel like they were mo- mostly focused, like the dream chapter, they were kind of just focusing on like, um, what, what was that one song? I-, I I don't know, but they were just focusing more on like right now they're doing like Magic Island promo. And so I feel like 20 centimeters was something like way different. I think this is just something that they wanted to like put out on the side because I, I don't think the theme goes with like their album, you know? I think this is just something that they want to put out because they're just like young and in love. Yeah, so the first album was the Dream Chapter Star. The one that just released is the Dream Chapter Magic. And so I think they're going to have one more after this to finish the trilogy. All right, so we'll definitely listen to TXT. And um, we'll transition over to Casey. Did you have a recommendation for our listeners this time around? Yes. So my recommendation is... Other People by Amber Lou. really excited about this song because I love Amber. So I'm a notorious solo stan. I tend to um, (laughs) hyper focus on like one member of any given group and then like just become stuck on them. Like to be fair, she's great. I I don't know. I feel like I 
hyper focus on like the best people in a group so I don't know why my solo standing is such a problem but whatever uh-huh. that's not the point the point is <laughs> you're less of a shiny uh tame solo stand now which I'm kind of proud of no that's... I'm not a I'm not a uh, shiny Taman solo stand. I'm a super M Taman solo stand. Ew. So there's the difference. <laughs> okay, thank you for clarifying Ew! that. For clarifying. Because <laughs> I also like Kai, but whatever. Anyway, we're talking about Amber Lou's other people right now. So the song yes, is a sorry. breakup song, and it's basically like saying that um, she's in an effort to like get over someone, she's replacing them with like other people. And it's really catchy the part where she's like other people. Other people. And <laughs> and it's like kind of funny because the music video, she's like kidnapping this guy and like making out with another guy in front of him. And she sucks their face. Yes, yeah, she oh, oh my god. god, that makeout scene was insane. Like Wow, I think it's definitely a close Kim Min Cute makeout scene level <laughs> for me. I've heard otherwise, but that's just my opinion. And um, Eric Nam and Ailee, they also reacted to that kiss. So funny. Oh, yeah, I shared Died. feelings. I think you sent it to me, Nathan. <laughs> we love the Korean Americans. Thank you so much. Yes, we do. I hesitated to sh- to wreck this because I was like, is it K-pop? Because it's all in English, but whatever. She's a K-pop star. So that's that's Yeah, I bad. think for and me, like, this it. release was like, she is transitioning, you know, from, like, you know, she started in K-pop and I would still consider this K-pop, but she's really transitioning over to doing things that k-pop artists can't do like in their music videos like she is definitely not under sm anymore she's signed to an american label now right so So i think that's a little bit why she could do something like that because mm -hmm. she's not signed to a korean label anymore right right i think this song is a breakup song on a personal level but i think it's also Mm -hmm. somewhat of a breakup song with Perhaps more of like the nitty gritty like K-pop industry kind of thing, if not a direct message to SM herself. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, she never had the best relationship with SM. She always wanted to break off and do her own thing. I think Mm -hmm. this song is very symbolic of her new start. Yeah, I'm really excited for her. I love the direction of the song. I love the direction she's going with her music. And I still and I love that she's still staying like true to like herself as she yeah. starts this new process. What is her role in FX? Um, she was like the rapper rapper girl, but she can still she'd still like obviously have like pretty heavy like vocal parts too. Hmm. She was the swaggy like rapper. Interesting. The swaggy rapper. I like that. I like swaggy that so rapper. much. <laughs> I think that um, if you ever listen to a lot, um, any of her like solo or like collaborations that she did with like SM Station, um, it was also like highly like electric EDM-y. And I think that this very much is also a continuity of the type of music that she does like to produce. Yeah, we yeah. definitely. If anyone like if at, at least watch the music video because it's excellent. <laughs> Amber is hot and the music the kiss in the music video was hot. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes, please watch the music video and watch the Eric Nam Ailey reaction. <laughs> yes! 
Ashley, so skip the music video. Well, give her the view, give her the stream, but then immediately go to the reaction vid from Eric. It'll and probably Haley be the so next you video get- on your playlist. That yeah, it'll be the next recommended video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Casey. In any case, uh, my recommendation this time around is. Uh, I know you all probably think I'm a little bit boring, but I do like to go for the slower songs. You're emo. Yes, I am. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So my my rec this time around is by none other than Korea's little sister, IU. Um, She's back. Well, actually, she's back just with her her single release, um, uh, Love Poem. recording on november 17th and her her album is due for tomorrow uh, november 18th well at least in korea so um it's scheduled to drop on november 18th korea time which means it should be coming out pretty soon um but in any case this song is a little bit slower and to me actually i never look at the translations unless i'm actually wrecking the thing wrecking the, the song which is really interesting because I feel like you can get everything that you need from the English words that they do say. And in the English words that she does say, you kind of always hear her saying, I'll just read the English lyrics that she includes in the Korean song. So she says, I'll be there, followed by some Korean words, and then like singing to the end. And then when I read the English lyrics, like that's basically what the song's about. I think that she's basically singing to someone that's struggling like at a moment in their life. And she's basically saying that I'm going to be present for you and I'm going to walk with you when you're alone. So she says, I'll be there behind you when you walk alone, singing till the end, this song that won't end. Take a deep breath. I'll sing for you. Um, Who forgot how to cry out loud? So, yeah, I just thought that it was a really nice song um, and very like characteristic of the meaningful songs that IU tends to put out. Um, I believe like this is at least for her album this is like one of her like more major releases in almost two years Um, so yeah super cool support her I don't really have much else I don't know what do you know I love it the lyrics sound like um, they were for Sully or like towards someone who is struggling like Sully because she didn't she delay her comeback because of her passing yes she did um yeah she delayed it because she was supposed to release it 
she she was supposed to release it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I feel like a lot of artists like delayed releases and stuff following that, like out of respect. Yes. Um, Ayu was definitely one of them. I think she, I can confirm this. I think she did have a personal relationship with Sully, so it did make sense. Anyway, Sammy, did you have something to say? No, I was just saying I really like the uh, I really like this song because usually you really like ballads, and so I just I don't know this is just very like calming type of song to like listen to, and so I just like the, the songs that you wreck, and this one was a really good one by IU because I don't really listen to her. The only other song I know is Twenty Five because mm. I listened to that when I turned Twenty Five, and then <laughs> another song from another song from IU, but this one's really good. Yeah, she's um, she's known to be uh, she has like those like more poppy kind of sultry songs like 25 um mm-hmm. but yeah she's her her ballads are really incredible and i think this is just another one in her in her tiara of k-pop crowns yes. in any case um ashley did you want to wrap us up for the recommendation section yes so my rec is one that i'm super excited for and it's eric nam featuring marcy marky basie uh congratulations mm-hmm. The rumors got too loud round town You was behind my back running round I don't think I don't know it, girl That's why I'm sad to see it go So congratulations You're finally leaving Let's throw a party here tonight And toast to the end of you and I Congratulations You finally mean it Let's throw a party here tonight And raise up a glass I'll ask goodbye Oh Oh Congratulations So I'm not going to go into Marky Basie just because I already wrecked him and did a description of him in episode one for Runaway. Please listen to that. So today I'm going to give you a little <laughs> bit in, of information about Marky Basie. So Marky Basie is like one of my favorite singer, like American singers. I've seen him in concert maybe like five or six times. And I've seen him in LA, in Arizona. I follow him freaking everywhere on all of his tours with Jeezy and Logic and everybody. Like his solo shows everywhere but like he debuted in 2007 with an american group called 2am yeah he debuted um with 2am they got signed to sony records and then sony dropped them because of lack of sales or something like that then he went solo with gossip columns or no i'm not sorry gossip columns is his latest album east hollywood which is a dope ass album please listen to it uh (laughs) I've like he, after that album he got recognition from the labels again and so now he's signed to Universal but like congratulations specifically is the title track off Eric Nam's new album Before We Begin which was released on November 14th and it's so fucking weird that Eric Nam and Marky Basie did a collab together because like a why? I had no idea that they <laughs> knew each other. And also, why would I know that? But like, they're just like from two separate worlds, but you know, think, K-pop and like. I think Eddie. I think Eddie is pretty active in the L.A. music scene and he knows a lot of people. They said that on yeah, Eric's also, podcast. Yeah, even Eric did a did a collab with Gallant. I know, but yeah, like, so. I just feel like they're totally separate. I mean, he, he Eric or Eddie is probably really in the music scene but like marky basie runs with the crew that's like g-easy like bay area rappers and shit 
Pilo. Yeah, but Kehlani. the songs that he makes are like very like love songs, and like Eric Nam just makes love songs, but in Korean. So I felt like they were <laughs> so like a the, really good match. Actually, I just never expected. Yeah. I really like. I really like this liked East it. East Me West type of collab, and they're just like. And Marky mm. Basie isn't that big in America. Like he's had big songs with G-Eazy, but not with like. Like, he's still a little bit unknown, in my opinion. So it's just weird that, like, a really big K-pop artist with, like, an, an unknown American artist got together. I don't know how, but I'm whatever. I'm loving it because I love both of them. Uh, the song Congratulations is about, like, him um, saying, I'm happy this relationship is over. Congratulations. Let's throw a party, whatever. But it's really, in my opinion... This, the lyrics have this like fuck you type of attitude because she cheated on him but at the same time it sounds kind of sad mm. you know like the beat is not very fuck what is you. up with these breakup songs yeah people are people, people are ready are for new changes way. i think that's what it is i think it's a bigger like hey like i'm ready to i'm ready to like move on and ready to kill the industry i think that's what they're trying to say too maybe eric went through a breakup recently Mm. because his or maybe not recently but on his album he has some other songs that are like um if you run away don't ever come back um like Hmm. please like his his title his other title love die young like the main lyric is um uh what the fuck is the main lyric? It says, please don't let this love die young. Um, if I were to lose someone, please don't let it be you. Like, he has this, like, longing towards someone. Emo. And then there's also lyrics that are like, fuck you, congratulations, like, we're done, let's throw a party. <laughs> so I think he might have. But also, <laughs> I, well, on his podcast, he was talking about, like, sometimes he doesn't want to talk about, like, his life himself. Like, he wants to, like, he's also talking like, about, I guess, like, other people's lives because, like, he doesn't want everything to be, like, known about him. But, like, he can also relate to, like, other people's stories. So maybe this one isn't about him. But also, what really what really got me was, like, this was, like, the FU type of song, like, congratulations. But tell me why, it, in the music video, when he, like, gets in that car at the end, it, like, <gasps> literally plays, like, please don't let this love die young. young. <laughs> and I'm, like, crying in the club because I'm just, like, what the hell? That, I thought you just said FU exactly. to her. And now you're, like, please don't I let know. this love die young. The lyrics are so, like, aggressive, but the song melody and like the ending of the music video are so somber so it has this like contradictory type of attitude and it's really weird overall i th- i thought the concept was really cool too of the music video i just yeah like it was like replaying the scene over and over again but like different different feelings every single time yeah eric nam coming for the industry not just the k-pop industry the industry the music industry yeah for real <laughs> i'm here for wrecking it. me so we will definitely listen to our korean american artist amber lu and eric nam thank you all right today we are here to talk about the mnet asian music awards which is basically uh as you probably all know k-pop's version of what could be called the grammys at least that's what they want it to be that's what they want it to be <laughs> correct <laughs> I thought it was VMAs. Or VMAs. Yeah, there's not really like a set like thing. Anyways, it's a major awards ceremony. Oh, okay. 
Um, and mm-hmm. this year it's going to be on Wednesday, December 4th um, in Japan. It's going to be in the Nagoya Dome. Um, and yeah, we'll just, we're just here to kind of give you an overview of what kind of like the Mamas is all about. And at the end, we'll kind of give some of our predictions for who we think is going to win. But before we start, um, so I was looking some, you know, facts about the Mamas, uh, and then, and then this year it's actually, they're, they're actually celebrating 10 years of, of Mama and they call the 2019 Mamas their 11th chapter. And I guess the concept that they're going for this year is, quote unquote, the next dimension. I have no idea what, what? that means. Um, but <laughs> basically, I think it says their artists and fans will become music pioneers. In any case, <laughs> Mnet, we I'm have scared. questions and we'll be waiting and we'll be watching closely. <laughs> it but, sounds uh, like a yes. play on k-pop's global impact and they're trying to like go into the next phase of k-pop yeah i feel like they say that every year though which is huh. kind of confusing but oh. <laughs> in any case i mean and every single year they're but like, like what oh does the that next, even mean the what, next generation what is- the next like i don't know whatever in any case yeah. i mean the mamas is home to you know Live in the moment mama <laughs> yes the mamas is home to some of like most like some iconic stages in k-pop and um i don't know we kind of want to just like kind of give an overview of some of the stages that we have enjoyed um ashley did you you said that you had one that you had particularly liked right yes so i discovered this stage back when i was a young k-pop stan and it was in the 2016 (laughs) yeah (laughs) so last last january but like it was from the 2016 Mamas, and it's a BTS stage during Blood, Sweat, and Tears era, mm. where the oh, intro yes. is Boy Meets Evil versus Lie, and then they go into oh, BST, yeah. and I swear to you, that <laughs> is like an iconic stage, because it starts off with J-Hope doing Boy Meets Evil yes. in blue, like blue setting. Then on the right-hand side or the left-hand side, it's Lie. And then they do a combined or Lie by Jimin. And then they do a combined J-Hope Jimin stage. And then they go into Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And it's fucking iconic. Yes. It so. really is. Yes. I, I feel I like love 2016 J-Hope. had like a lot of iconic stages. Like Wiz Khalifa was there. I or saw if, that and I was like, "Whoa, Wiz Khalifa!" Yeah, that one was the Tan scandal that we had talked about last week or two weeks ago. He sang by himself. Twenty sixteen. <laughs> In any case, also, um, so some of my favorite stages: um, twenty fifteen, um, to anyone surprise performance. Basically, that was the year that Park Bomb had her quote-unquote drug scandal. And I say quote-unquote because it wasn't really one. Um, and basically, she was basically inactive for, like, a really long time. And all of a sudden, surprise mm-hmm. performance 21 comes up literally from the ground. And arriving two of their... Arriving from the dead? Literally, it was, like, <laughs> arriving from the dead. Well, CL did, like, a solo stage and then... Um, the other three girls like literally rose up from the bottom of the ground and killed it. And I remember watching some like reaction that. videos and like people were like crying their eyes out because they hadn't seen to anyone for like a year and a half. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. And what's really sad. Oh my god, that must be overwhelming. I can't imagine. Right? Like for the Blackjacks, that was their fandom name. Um Yeah, uh and what was really sad was that that was basically their last performance ever as a public four. Like they didn't have any other stages after that. Which was really sad. Oh wow. Um emo. Also I I had a stage. Yeah. Go ahead, Sammy. Oh, you go first. No, it's okay. Sam. No, you go first. Okay. Are you sure? Okay. Well, because I'm still kind of like new, so I had to do like research on like the mom awards or like anything because usually when I'm just on like the YouTube wormhole, I just like watch whatever like comes on and I just get into like a specific wormhole. So this one I did mama and my sister and I found this like BTS versus Blockboy 2015 mama boys <laughs> in battle. And, and oh, what did I say? Yeah, Block B. But like literally what the hell was I watching? This was like when <laughs> BTS was like brand new. RM had like bright red hair. Um, Sugar had like Ooh. braids. Jimin was shirtless. And that's when we also realized he did have that side tattoo that we were all freaking out about. I guess more of you guys than me because I was still new at the concert when you, you guys were like, what is that tattoo on Jimin's side? Like he's had it since 2015. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. just like it's real and he lies to us. Yeah, he lies <laughs> all the time. This is I'm passionate this is about proof. That part. No, this is proof, but like the the chaotic stage was like what was it back then? It was like the dances weren't a thing. They're kind of just like jumping around stage and they have like little choreos here and there. But that one was kind of like an iconic one because I'm just like, damn, this is when they first started and like the difference now because I also like the stage from 2018 when they did Anpan Man. And oh, that one was like stage. way better. Yeah, that literally was way better than 2015 Mama. They've definitely grown. And also, Jimin isn't shirtless. He just has a better <laughs> he has a better look on him there. <laughs> he has a look. Yeah, that Block B stage still had Zico in Block B. And then they and they did like it was like a battle between BTS versus Block B. And then at the end, they did a joint stage of a Black IP song weird like let's let's get it started yeah because it was like dancer against dancer and so obviously j-hope was like the dancer for this one and he's really like the street dancing really good like you can tell like yeah he's he he's main main dancer for sure and then they did rapper versus rapper and rm is just he's still rap monster back then so it's so weird seeing him in his element like that especially with the sunglasses i'm not used to that versus zico so weird yeah anyways Yeah, so home to a lot of really awesome performances. I just sent over the self-proclaimed to the self-proclaimed Super M Taman Solo Stan, our our co-host Casey. <laughs> I sent her the Sonmi Taman collab from I think it was twenty seventeen. Yeah, I think the last that's the last yeah, time. 2017. Yeah, twenty seventeen. And I've been trying to get her to watch this. For I a can't long deal time, with it, but. She can review it on the next. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to watch Taman perform because he's literally a different person than he is like off stage, and it stresses me out. <laughs> he's too much. Yeah, he's a little baby in a good way. He's a little baby off stage, but then freaking on stage, he's like a sexy demon. <laughs> Whoa! He'll wow! In your life, Please. ready to ready to wreck you. <laughs> wow! Oh. Uh, a stress. In any okay. case, uh, we will definitely be um, looking forward to the performances and 
Um, let us know what performances you are looking forward to, what collabs you think are going to happen this year. But um, yeah, we wanted to also talk about and kind of give our opinions on who we think is going to be um, a winner this time around. As we know, there's going to be so many awards um, in addition to performances that are going to be given out. Um, so I guess we can start with like some of like the bigger ones, um, what the K-pop industry calls like the day songs. And those are album of the year, artist of the year. Uh, so is there any disagreement on who we think is going to win these awards, at least these top awards? I don't think so. I feel like it's no. kind of obvious, right? Well, I to me, yeah, I think it's it super is. Obvious. Yeah. Well, because everyone else in the category is like... I feel like they pretty much nominated like all the major k-pop artists right now from like chunga to highs to 17 to monster x like literally anyone who's really anyone something. is nominated for artist of the yeah. year well yeah so it's kind of obvious to say that bts is definitely a shoe in to win this given the year that they had mm-hmm. even though they took like a huge break like they're still pretty much the biggest in my opinion the biggest name on the list the only person who, the only group that would challenge them for this would be like EXO. And like no, EXO wasn't even, think... even active this year, really. I mean. Yeah, and I don't understand why they would even be included because the only thing they released this year was Tempo because they they start um they start the scoring from December to November because hmm. the Mamas are in December, so that's their calendar year. And Tempo came out in December. So would it, for EXO, would it be Love Shot? Would it be Love Shot or would it be Tempo? Tempo, Tempo I think. Okay. <clears throat> okay. That was like That's their biggest only song. song. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, I, yeah, I don't think that there's much. Uh, usually there's a lot more. Like when EXO was in their, in their prime, when they were winning like five years in a row, like album of the year, I think there was a lot more. Even then that there was a lot more question as to whether or not they were going to win versus someone like BTS. But I think this year it's probably a little bit more. You know. What? Yeah, I think EXO EXO's comeback is on November thirtieth, and I think they did that purposely to be included in Album of the Year and Artist of the Year for the twenty nineteen Mamas because the Mamas are in December, like on December fifth, so they might get Artist okay. of the Year because they well, have four two days. albums this year. That's true. I have a well. Okay, so. I don't know what's going to happen this year, but so for the last, well, 2018 was when SM started to boycott the Mamas again. They didn't send any of their artists last year. Um, They have stopped performing on Mnet in terms of M Countdown. So I don't think that any SM artists are going to show up this year either. Oh, is, That's is this one of those shows where you have to show up in order to receive an award? I think yeah. with Mnet, that's usually how it works. Is that you have to show up. So yeah, they're probably not going to win. Yeah, so they're probably not going to win, which for some of the categories is kind of weird. Like, not the day songs, but like, for example, like, best uh, male artist. Like, the top two are Taemin and Baekhyun. Like, how how are they? How is Mnet not going to give it to one of those two? Is my question. Um, but in any case, I I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, I I don't think SM is going to send any of their peeps to 
uh, and YG too. So YG, they don't perform on, uh, they don't perform on End Countdown, and they have not sent YG artists to the award show since um, 2015. So why? Why? I, so, what are, so who are we gonna watch? <laughs> I mean, if you look at the if you look at the artist performances right now, no SM artists, no YG artists. So. I, I mean, I think it's definitely like an oh, internal... F- I didn't even notice. Yeah. But why do they bo- boycott why? even M Countdown? There must be some internal internal debate that's going on between SM and Mnet and YG and Mnet. I have no idea. Hmm. But that's why okay. usually in the other award shows like the Melons or... I don't know, uh, the other ones... SM artists and YG artists will attend, but with the Mamas, at least, I mean, you can already kind of tell by, like, they don't perform on M Countdown. They never have comeback stages. They never have, they never have stages on there. And they don't go to the Mamas, at least for at least two years now. So anyways, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go this year or not, but just based on patterns, it doesn't seem like they are. Um... I think that Mnet still has to nominate like those artists because otherwise it does them a disservice in terms of people are going to think things are even more fishy than they probably are. So I think that they that's why they still yeah. have to nominate them. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I quickly looked into it and it says that Mama is known as one of the most controversial um, award shows of um, in South Korea for miscounting votes and um banning users no way that's right yeah there's a lot of that's why sm and yg don't go because uh they there's also been like disrespect from the mamas to the artists Mm. and even g dragon dissed the mamas in his 2014 performance at the show i think what he was basically saying like oh they just like try to hand out awards to everyone and they try to spread things out and it's not really by like a, a set criteria. It's not by who's the most quote unquote successful or whatever. But yeah, there's been a lot of mm. scandals and controversies. Why are mamas so like, why are they doing that when they're supposed when like this is such a like huge award show? Like when I was first getting into BTS, like remember, do you remember their 2018 MMA performance where it was like epic and like crazy like amazing and everyone was like hyping up the mamas because they were like oh that's when they do like the bigger performance because that's a bigger deal and then they didn't do a bigger performance and now that you're like bringing up like how controversial mamas are like even the fact that they chose their location to be in japan this year was controversial like why would what is their incentive for being all messy when they could just be fucking normal and have yeah. all our faves on. I say that you True. write to the PD names. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> I Excuse will. me, what's going on here? Let me learn um, Korean first. But, but in any case, yeah. You know what's interesting too? I don't understand how people are just now thinking that the the like Produce 101 series is rigged. If mamas have been having like vote. Oh, voting problems absolutely. and voting manipulation problems since like 2012. I saw this one article where like the year, I think it was 2012 where it was for song of the year 
between Psy Gundam style and Big Bang, like Bang 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 or something. I want a Big Bang songs. And um the winner ended up being Big Bang, but like as we all know, Gundam style was like the song of the whole world that year. <laughs> so that was a huge controversy too. Yeah. I mean, so this has been happening forever. This has been happening for a long time. So we'll we'll see if there's any fishy things and we'll definitely try to cover them um, in our podcast after the mamas. Um, but I guess in terms of other categories, um, who do we think is going to win, for example, I don't know. What did you guys think of like best female artist? Um, Changa. But I know it's going to be Taeyeon. Let's see. Well, maybe it'll be Chunga because Taeyeon's not going to show up because she's from SM. Yeah. Best new female artist? Best new uh, female artist, like, individual. I'm looking at the nominees and Chunga's not on there. It's just Itzy, Rocket Punch. Who the hell is Rocket Punch? Oh, oh, so, like, there's a best female group. Everglow. Like, new group. And there's best female artist, artist. So, like, it's a single female artist Uh, or the group. So, Uh. um... That's why I was confused, too. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was looking at the wrong one. My bad. So this one would be for um, the individual. How how the hell are they going to put Jenny in Best Female Artist? <laughs> I hate No that offense to Jenny stands. It makes me so upset that Blackpink still wins awards and, like, still reaches milestones when they're literally not doing shit. It's... They're not doing shit. It's, like, shit. amazing to me. Like, they, they have... I mean, credit to the Blinks out there, like, they released, like, one song, maybe three songs this entire year, and they are still, like, one of the yeah. top, like, one of the top, which is kind of crazy to me. So. I saw that Doo 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 reached one billion views on YouTube, and I thought, like, wow, that's a huge milestone, but at the same time, like... No one else has anything else to listen to from Blackpink because they literally have 10 songs. Like, what else are you going to listen to besides Doo Doo Doo, you know? Yeah. On fucking True. repeat. This is, I'm not You're trying to, I'm not, worst. I'm not trying to roast them even more, but I saw a meme on, or like a post on Facebook, and it was like their Blackpink playlist, and it was like Doo Doo Doo, and then Doo Doo Doo, like remix version, and then do 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 Japanese version, <laughs> and then do 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 Japanese oh remix God. version, and I was like, "This is kind of true. YG, get your act together." Like this isn't their yes, fault. Literally. This is a management uh, they issue. They can't get their act together. They're busy with other things right now, Nathan. <laughs> In yeah. any case, okay, back to the prediction at hand. Um, I think um, I picked I picked Chunga as well. I think. Oh, but these are not like my personal predictions. This is who I think is going to win. Um. But I think, yeah, Chunga. What it it seems like someone else picked. Uh, oh, Taeyeon got some love. Um, Hwasa? No, Hwasa. she had a pretty big hit with Twit. I thought that she might have a chance too. Chunga had more. I think that yeah. was my personal one. I think Hwasa was my personal, like my personal vote. But I think how do you say her name? Highs. Mm. I think she might. Wasn't she the one who did the collaboration with um, Sugar? Sugar. Yeah. yeah, she did. Yeah. I feel like any attachment to BTS is going to get you somewhere. And so I feel, I don't know. That's just my assumption because like but whatever these, they touch is these like, votes are rigged. <laughs> true. Yeah, they are also rigged. true. I, so we don't even know. If, B- if there's any <laughs> scandal, if BTS doesn't win, like, I don't even know. What is it? Um, worldwide choice or whatever. That's going to be so 
I don't know. That, I, that's going to be so bad. Like, <laughs> Well, so, in my opinion, BTS deserves every single category that they're in. However, they only, they're only going – I think they're only going to get the Daesung so that the other yeah. groups can get the opportunity to win the smaller one. I see. I totally agree. So, like, I was going to ask what I, you all mm-hmm. thought about, like, best male group. So, for example um, – like I chose seventeen for that award, not because I think that they're, and in my opinion, not my favorite, like best, or I don't think on a measurement, Mnet scale, best male group. But I think that they're gonna try to, um, spread out the awards here. That's how they're gonna get all the the performances, um, because otherwise, yeah, it's only gonna be BTS. Um, so I chose seventeen for that one. Yeah, I chose seventeen as well. Some some touched BTS and seventeen. I thought um maybe Got Seven would have a chance too, but I don't know. They I mean they had their most recent release, um, but they haven't had like the most hyped year in terms of like releases, right? Well, they had Eclipse no. back in the spring, and that was really big too. And then they oh, went that on was their, a good one. their world tour, so it's possible they've had two full comebacks this year. And I think Seventeen has also had two big comebacks. But I think their most recent one with Fear is like popping still. Especially because also like, well, I don't know, because you guys are saying everything is rigged. So I'm trying to think of like logical things. Yeah, the, <laughs> I mean, that's what at, like, literally that's what like I was K-Con. thinking about when things like when I'm, you know, predicting Mamas, is, I know that it's rigged. So I can't pick any SM artists. I don't pick any YG artists. Um, and I tried wow, to. You guys knew all this information. This isn't I fun. Should of, I should have thought about that before. <laughs> like, but I, I tried to spread it out so that like one person gets some love fun. here, one person gets some love there. Um, it's very oh, hell no. So like for example, uh, I chose literally. for song of the year. I actually didn't choose Boy with Love. I chose. I I think Fancy might win that one. Yes. Yeah, oh, Fancy is. Fancy, Fancy is a, a good phenomenon. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to like kind of spread out even the day songs. Like I don't know if they can give all four of them to BTS. No, um, they can't. So I don't know. Then someone else has to win one. I think that like literally that's the only one that would compete with Boy With Love as Fancy's a, Fancy's yeah. a banger. You're right. <laughs> Fancy's a banger. Fancy is a banger. Okay. <laughs> um... Uh, who do we think? Uh, I guess uh, one of one of our last predictions or just last discussions on this, um, in terms of like female artists and female groups, who do we think is going to be uh, successful here? I really, really wish I could that Akmu. How can I love the yes. heartbreak? You're the one I love. You know, they haven't had. I feel like they just haven't had like enough time for it. Just came out. Yeah, like, that's true. What a few weeks ago. Right. You know, so I feel like I, I think for this one I chose like Winner Millions. Mm. Meh. I chose Mamamoo, Go Ew. Go Baby. Yeah, I think I think Mamamoo is gonna have a really big night. Actually, I, I chose. Uh, they are. They just finished Queendom, which is an Mnet show. They performed at KCon, which is run by Mnet. I think that Mnet's gonna give them some pretty big rewards here. Not- hey, that's yeah. a re- that's a good fact though. I feel like the people who are at KCon, since it's run by Mnet, they're going to win some awards at 
the mamas. Yeah. I feel like that makes a lot of sense because I said also for like 17, like they were at KCON. I feel Dang. like they're also trying to get into like the global like the global sense of it all, like not just Korea. And so I feel like people who also have like international appeal should be winning because then more people are going to be like streaming this award show and they want that, don't they? And then so I feel like Mamamoo, they got like, I don't know, they got that appeal and I feel like so does Seventeen, especially with Vernon because I love him. But I just (laughs) feel like this... Vernon plug. Is this this like... The politics that's being played into this too. This is all politics. Wow, yeah, I'm it's, getting so e- it, I'm yes. getting so mad about it. I'm getting so like hyped about it in a, in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's I the it's politics. Yeah, Ashley, where they predicted that Eyes One was going to win Best Female Group because Eyes One is an Mnet group, mm-hmm. and they need to like give it to their children. <laughs> but if Eyes One disbands before the Mavas, then so I don't sad. know if they'll get it. So- Same with X One. <laughs> So that is what happened last year. And I'm not saying that 101 didn't have a fantastic 2018, but they won best male uh, group at the Mamas, I think, last year. So, I mean, and BTS and EXO were just objectively bigger, but they still gave it yeah. to their children. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, I'm yeah. not saying that 101 wasn't huge. They were incredibly huge. Um, but I think Mamas is going to try to, you know, they're, they're going to have to give some home court advantage to some people. And I think, for example, like I chose X1 to get the Rookie Award, even over TXT, because I think that they're going to give no. some street crud to their peeps. No, no. I don't know. No, we'll they're see. They're going to disband. They nope. already, they already canceled all <laughs> no. of their promotions. Like V Heartbeat, the, uh, the festival was supposed to be their last promotion and they canceled that. So I think they're going to disband between now and the mamas. But if X1 fucking wins it over TXT, I'm going to be pissed. I don't know. TXT is so good. But it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So (laughs) my heart will break. In one of my scandal predictions, I put X1, sorry. Uh, X1 or Eyes1, like, don't show up. As like, you know, they... Dang. I don't know. I think that that's a possibility. I don't know if they'll be Everyone's disbanded, but I police. think the PR of the company is just so low at this point that oh, I don't know. But like, who knows if they're even going to be there? True. And you know their rule: you don't go, you don't get an award. So yeah, that's how. Uh, who was that? <laughs> who was that one group that won? That one time they won like best artist or something, and even though they were a rookie group. Was it Wanna One? Probably. Yeah, I think it was Wanna One. They won because no one else showed up that was bigger in their category. Ooh. So that's how they, yeah, they like won male, best that's male a, group. And they were like a rookie group. Yeah, exactly. LOL. That's so sad. Yeah. All right, mamas, we'll be watching. Please don't. We Nothing will. too fishy. <laughs> We'll be watching. Or else we'll catch it. Okay, so this is Casey, and I have a little quick mini game. I'm really into games right now because they're super fun. Um, The game that I'm imposing on Idol Talk is called K-Pop or Nah. (laughs) 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 So um, I have a list of... 
of groups, I'm basically going to like quickly describe, like say the name, describe them, and then you have to guess if they are a real K-pop group or if I made it up. <laughs> Everyone got okay. it? It's pretty easy. I'm down. Ready. I'm ready. Okay. Yes. So the first one yes. is H-U-B, which stands for Hope You Bounce. They're a five-member girl group, and their fandom name is Weeby. <laughs> K-pop or nah? Did you say it's fake? Weeb. Yeah. Did you say wait? Did you say Weeby? <laughs> what? The- you know, I think this sounds like absolutely insane. That it might have to be true. So it's Ashley, K-pop, Nathan. I, I think it's. I think, yeah, it's, I think nah. it's nah. Because is We Bounce supposed to be like? Is it supposed to be like yeah, we're we bouncing, be. like peace out? We bounce, or like we're bopping, or like let's get hype, we're bouncing. We're Dude, bopping. I feel like no, bro. I feel like you should change your answer. I feel like this is like so <laughs> exaggerated that like it needs to be K-pop. Like it has to be no, K-pop. It's not. <laughs> I think my vote is also. Dude, I think. A... Dude, I think it is. I'm so passionate. Nah, nah. it's real. It's what? real. What? What the? No. See, I told you. See, it's real. I told you guys we it was to, so extreme that it had to be real. You actually, we do wow. have to check them out. I'm so into this they're game, actually Casey, cute. When game. I looked at their video, I was like, wow, they're not Eggio concept. They're like bad B concept, kind of. <clears throat> anyway. Interesting. Oh, we'll definitely look okay. at the hub. Oh, hell yeah. I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. Let's do it again. Another one. <laughs> okay. The second group, Peach Pink. A seven-member girl group, and their fandom da- fandom name is Momo, which is the Japanese word for peach. <laughs> What's the name of the group? Peach Pink. Peach Pink. Peach. That seems like a nod, just because it's a little bit too straightforward, you know. I like. I know, but Pink's it's like Momo. It's not peach, peach. It's Momo. I feel like Peach Pink is a nod. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's, it's Momo. Momo's. I just feel like it. I'm just it's the say Japanese K-pop. word for Mom- for uh, peach. Sorry. No, there. I think there's a little bit more meaning behind behind fandom names. Like sometimes it there's too much meaning, <laughs> and this one doesn't have enough. So I'm gonna say nah. I think it's a nah just because it sounds like American. Like it just sounds like very like. Peach. I don't know. I don't know why I think it sounds like American, but I just feel like it's like not a K-pop group. Maybe it's a different group, like a American group, but it's not I'm a K-pop, with K-pop group. I'm a nah. Nathan? <laughs> I suck at this game. It's a nah. Yeah. <laughs> I, made, I made it up based on a drink that I was drinking. Hell at the yeah. Time. <laughs> Please wreck the drink. My first thought was like um, TVXQ and how their fan name is like Casanova or whatever, Cassitopia. Cassiopeia, yeah. Cassiopeia. And so I thought like TVXQ's fan name is like so far described like from Peach and Oh, Momo, I see what you're so, saying. So there I see needs what to be saying. more meaning. Okay, last one. Mm-hmm. Ready? Great guys. Nine member boy group and their fandom name is Grace. Like the- grace grace like she <laughs> has a lot of, of grace <laughs> yeah by the grace of <laughs> and their name is great guys is great spelled a certain way or just like g-r-e-a-t or like g-a nope. 
Nope. It's not. It's normal. Great guys. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna give it to them. I'm gonna give them. I'm, I'm gonna give it to like a K-pop because you know how like there's the boys or like um, American artists. They have the baby and the baby. Like those are two different artists. Let me let you know right now. But I think this is like great guys. Like they they could be some great guys out there. Okay, it's a K-pop. They're great. Guys. I, I just wish that they used like the number. I wish that they used the number eight in something. I don't know. I don't know. In any case, I also think that it's the K-pop. Great. I'm just gonna go for it. Or they spell it like great, like no, cheese grater. No, it's regular great guys. There's no Z's. There's nothing. It's just great guys. K-pop. I think it's K-pop too, cause like Got Seven, that's so straightforward, you know, and like, like the boys, what? Right. So the yeah, last, the other one wait, wasn't. The last one was fake because it was too straightforward, <laughs> Actually, but this is real because it's straightforward. <laughs> yes, I'm a hypocrite. Okay, <laughs> it's K-pop. Wow. So, so you all, all right? It's K-pop. They're real. Yay! Wow, that was a really fun game, Casey. Thanks for putting that together. Wow, you guys are good. I need to work harder. No, that was a fun. I'll get you with my next game. That was a fun game. I really like that game. I get so hyped. I'm gonna get you. Three for three for three. (laughs) All right, Casey is our our K-pop game connoisseur, and she'll be back uh, obviously next time around with another K-pop or nah game. Um, but in any case, if you've listened up to this point, we thank you. Uh, thank you to our listeners from all across the world. Um, and of course, don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Idle Talk Pod. Um, listen, rate, and review, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to send us any feedback on at Idle Talk Pod at gmail.com. In any case, Don't forget to watch the Mama Awards on December 4th and let us know what you think about um, the Mnet Awards or also what your predictions are and hopefully like we're thinking about like having some kind of watch party and I don't know if that's going to happen but yeah in any case IG us (laughs) in any case thanks thanks to all of our listeners and uh, we'll be back next time have a good night bye everyone Bye. Stream astronaut. Also, Stream happy birthday, astronaut. Eric Nam. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Opa. Chukahe.